0: Uh, what? Waste no time getting yeah. into yes. the meat of Phantasm Four because this Oblivion. is a movie that wastes no time. It doesn't. It waste. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so this is this is definitely the the low point of the Phantasm franchise. Yeah. It's one of probably two low points of the Phantasm franchise. It's, it's, I think the next one is worse. But
1: I have not seen the next one at all. <clears> uh, this one, I know I've seen back in the day, but didn't remember it at all. So I it's did essentially not, like I, I have never seen it same, uh, until now, and I. It is without a doubt my least favorite of the four that we've done.
0: Woo! It is... Or the four that exist. It is rough.
1: Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. As I was saying before, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie. but It it feels more like a miniseries episode or like that kind of like boring, the one boring episode to a show you love that just kind of like, it needs to be there just to bridge everything, but like... Or just to move along, but it's not that great, and you, you don't really want to watch that episode again. Yeah, because no, this I agree. Mo- this, this movie, agree. I don't, like, the other movies I love. yeah. I don't. There's not one scene in this movie that I thought was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" That I would love to like put this back on and watch again. With
0: yeah, you know? like, I. I feel. I don't like
1: see myself watching this again anytime soon.
0: One yeah. of the one of the biggest mistakes of this movie is it feels like they looked at the computer animation in the one previous in part three, where they had that subtle little bit of computer animation. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't like really over the top, mm-hmm. and they went that was the best part of the movie. Let's get that stuff in there. And it yeah. was like, okay, no, that was obviously the worst part of that movie. Less of that would have been awesome. They instead decided to go all in on that kind of nonsense. And
1: but, I mean, what are you talking about? The flying balls in the beginning? Flying like,
0: balls. I mean, there's a lot of, like... That's
1: like the only CG in this whole movie, right? No.
0: There's like I think all of the balls are CG in this. And they keep ref- they keep going back to uh, to... Jody's transformation and like, I mean, the other big mistake that this movie makes is obviously that it's what would you say fifty percent reused footage?
1: Oh, that yeah. Well, it's not even reused though. It's just showing footage that was not used.
0: Some okay. So I would say that it's there's a lot of there's a lot of percent reused footage that was that,
1: and then there's a lot of (laughs) unused footage from the original the first cut of Phantasm. And in some of that footage, you can definitely see. Oh, that's why they cut that. Sure, this I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I can see why you didn't have the scene with Angus Grim hanging from the incredibly oh, fake-looking noose. So ass. It looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, it, the wide shot, especially when he's hanging
1: there, you, can, tr- just, you
0: can basically see the rope hooked through those back belt book. and it's like a, it's like a half foot away from his neck. Yeah, 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 I, like, yeah. Like, why did you just show me that, man? <laughs> I didn't need to see this.
1: Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine this movie was supposed to have the tall man run over a dog? Like, that sucks. Why? Like, <laughs> why? because he's bad. I, I mean, I guess that's the it's only reason so I can think silly. of it. Like, it's so silly and it's so stupid and it's just like, shit, I could have forever had that on the cutting room floor and not known about it and been fine with that.
0: Yeah, like, I mean nobody wants to see
1: that shit, man. Well,
0: it's weird because it was so, it was played for comedy. It wasn't even, because it wasn't like you saw the dog. It wasn't anything like that.
1: I don't even think it was supposed to be funny. I think it was just supposed to be like, that's how how evil he is. It that's was, how evil he is. He doesn't even he doesn't swerve. He doesn't care. He just keeps driving. It's not like he hits it and he's like you I mean, points. <laughs>
0: he's got a weird expression on his face and you just hear, yep, Yeah. <laughs> It made me laugh. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm a psychopath. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah. Let's just talk about this. You've got a time. You've got a time crunch, and there's not. I just not... made that up because I don't want to talk about. This. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're not gonna. This isn't gonna be a long one because this movie really is a lot of reused footage,
1: and it's a lot of just uh, meandering. Yeah. And They're, I cannot so believe little. that after the years of. Uh, People calling lurkers Jawas and all the jokes. He shoots the lurkers in the desert.
0: <laughs> I know, I
1: know. <laughs> and it looks just like the scene where you, yeah, where you see the uh, I don't know what they're called, the Tuscan Raiders. The Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders. Look at me. I know Very nerdy nice. things.
0: Very nice. Very nice. You're <laughs> yeah. absorbing it. It's like osmosis by being in the No, comic I shop.
1: used to be a Star Wars fan for a, a summer. <laughs> <laughs> i like never saw star wars until i was like 15 and like went ape shit over it i had the star wars encyclopedia <laughs> and everything and i was reading the novels and and then all of a sudden as fast as i got into it i i fell out of
0: it <laughs> it was a little thing called the phantom menace
1: yeah man
0: yeah that'll do it uh anyway let's other talk other about jar i mean yeah who's obvious.
1: the best star wars character ever
0: i do wonder <laughs> what the new taika watiti movie is because Taika Waititi oh, has that. has yeah. threatened a couple of times to make a movie with, with the, the worst, worst character. Whatever. I think it's probably going to be Tag and Bink, but... I don't know who that one is. It was a comic series in the 90s from Dark Horse that was essentially uh, the movie Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead for the okay. Star Wars universe. Yep. So it just basically follows these two characters who are always the impetus for every scene that you see in Star Wars. Any unexplained thing that happens, they kind of fucked something up, and so <laughs> this one thing happens, and they just kind of, it's a its a weird little, little comedy thing. It would be an amazing movie. It would be really fun. Would be a fun little TV series, but I don't know. I
1: hope it's Jar Jar.
0: I hope it's Jar Jar. I would fucking love yeah. it. Um, anyway, anyway, okay. Anyway. Phantasm. Oh, and before we start, I have one thing to talk about because I've gotten, as a place that sells toys, as a toy store and comic shop, uh, I get a lot of email from NECA about the new toys that they have coming out and all the crazy, crazy stuff. They're doing all this stuff. Where the hell are the Phantasm figures? Seriously come on NECA you're losing your street cred you've got Freddy Krueger you've got Jason we've got right. it we've got cool. it we've got it exactly it. you've only done one Hellraiser figure that's kind of weak sauce you're doing exploiting that weird loophole with part three where you don't have to give Clive Barker money which is gross and weird and I don't like that eh. one just do it just freaking do it Whatever it is. Did you say we're at a comic slash toy shop? We're at CoastCityComics. Dot com? <laughs> we're at the... T- we're on the... <laughs> <laughs> we've Yeah, we were hacking the planet earlier, and now we're the ghost in the machine, just like that fantastic movie from the 90s. I
1: wanted to actually cover that.
0: I, I remember seeing it in the theater. <laughs> it was, it's super fun. Is it? Yeah. I, I remember that that and, uh, and whatever the one we did with Furlong... Uh, oh, brain scan! Brain scan. Yeah. Those two movies were there at the same time, okay. <laughs> and, or were out around the same time. So, but and I always used to get them confused. Uh, but prob- yeah, NECA,
1: make some Phantasm make toys some and Phantasm send them toys. here to Coast City Comics Absolutely. so you can go to CoastCityComics.com and buy some Phantasm toys. Hell yeah. Until that happens, go to CoastCityComics.com and get yourself a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. Okay, that's the advertisement. Okay, Let's okay. get into the goddamn movie.
0: <laughs> Fine. We've never done one at the beginning. Uh, okay. We <laughs> I got- gotta ram them in there, dude. That's true. Nobody sticks around till the ending. Get that shit <laughs> out there. <laughs> buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Spooky car. Spooky graveyard. Ooh. We've never seen this before. The uh, The car is approaching the camera. Is it the hearse? It is it is. the cuda? We don't know. Oh. It's a mystery. Oh, oh it's, wait, it's not a mystery. Uh, <laughs> the tall man walks down a hallway. ha. computer animated spheres. I like that zoom, shot. Zoom. It's a great fucking shot. Yeah, Dude, he's just got. Scrim's not a great actor. You know, there's he's not the greatest actor, but he has an amazing presence. He has an amazing yep. charisma, and he's just. He was built for this thing. Oh, yeah. It's just a cosmic, wonderful thing that he wound up in this world because no one else could have done this. Yeah. He was <laughs> he was made for this. He's an evil Quaker Oats guy. And uh, somehow it happened that tall, evil Quaker Oats guy exists. And
1: just be thankful for his longevity mm-hmm. in life. Uh. Absolutely. Absolutely cuz this is what this is probably a good 30 years after the original yeah. right yeah, yeah. he still and he was old in the original <laughs> he was old It in wasn't the original. like he was a spring no, chicken no, no. in the original either like It's man, true. I think he was 98 when he passed. He was he was That's absolutely super crazy. Super old. Yeah.
0: Good run. He was yeah, he was in his 90s. Uh, My wife wrote him a fan letter and he wrote back like a three page letter to her because he wrote, she wrote a really nice thing because he was uh, in a movie that some friends of ours made. Okay. And he sang a ridiculous song about prairie dogs and uh and so i was like so michelle was like i loved that song about the prairie dogs this this ridiculous movie that you were in it was really fun you did this and he was like oh i improvised that whole thing i wrote that song and i was very excited to have that and he was really like he was just a fucking sweetheart it was like the nicest little little letter and uh yeah he rules cool love that guy uh anyway uh so mike's driving the hearse uh, I
1: guess he, he's got a hearse now. He,
0: yeah, I guess he he has a hearse, and his eyeballs have gotten better. Sometimes they, <laughs> I got better. It's it's weird because <laughs> the the implication with the sphere eyes. I thought was, he was just walking into the the
1: wherever at, right when he absolutely, walked off the last because, movie. He's like.
0: I mean, it's not that he has eyeballs that are, that are spheres. The, the implication was that there's a sphere in his head big enough that all that's left behind his eyes is a sphere. Mm. I mean, that was the implication that I got. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. Maybe not. So his eyes glass over and he gets sp- sphere vision or something. Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's like, it's like when storm uses her powers, he has the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Only his, exactly. Only yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it. Uh, Okay. Uh, so he's but he has lost his eye, his ball eyes at this point. He has a bunch of flashbacks to all the fun adventures they've had <laughs> over the years. uh I, gu- I guess he took a hearse.
1: <laughs> I mean, there is there are twenty of them in the last time, so he just he had his pick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh all of these all of these things are like complete nonsense, with the exception of the fact that he occasionally We'll hone in on moments that use the tuning fork. (laughs) We've got to make sure that we know that the tuning fork is a plot point because it's going to come in such handy that it's never going to come up again. It's going to have one moment that's going to be a fucking. They're just going to be a nonsense. It's going to be a nothing burger. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yep, crazy. So, uh, all right, we get a voiceover from Reggie telling the story of the movie. uh between uh, recounting in VO and recounting in flashbacks, you uh, you get the feeling that this movie might have come up a few minutes short <laughs> and that they're just like,, uh, how about we uh, pad this out a little bit? We're like five minutes into the movie and we haven't we've seen like 10 seconds of original <laughs> footage. Uh, and it's not just the beginning or just the end. It's like everywhere. It's like jammed in everywhere. Uh, okay, so this video is different because they seem to have decided that uh, the whole Mike and the Tall Man thing is that the Tall Man wants to make Mike into one of his own people.
1: So he's going to make Mike a Tall Man? Okay. Is that? Yes,
0: but here's the... Uh, okay. is, it, is,
1: it, is he like retiring? Is he moving on? Like, I think... boy, I'm <laughs> passing it on to you.
0: I think that was the idea. I think the idea was that, I mean, Mike, actually, when they put him in the tall man's oh, outfit, cool. he looked great. Yeah. I was like, oh, you could give him the haircut and you could bring him in as the tall man. Yeah. I would be... I'd t- watch that. And, I mean, probably still to this day. Is Mike still with us? He probably is. Yes. He's, he's young enough. Uh, amazing. I would be so excited about that. Yeah. Um. You know, just... Just keep being gangly and weird, dude.
1: They kind of set that up for like yeah. a thing, like that never happened. Well, maybe it happens in Ravager. I don't know. I don't, I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe anything we, maybe about we get tall Mike.
0: Yeah, a tall Mike. I might not have even seen Ravager. I, I, was, I know I've never seen it. I might have seen Oblivion and thought that it was Ravager because <laughs> <laughs> I saw a trailer for it and something from space exploded a city, and I went, "That does not look familiar." <laughs> uh, okay. So, yes. Again, it, this doesn't make sense because it actually contradicts something at the end of the movie, too, which okay. is even weirder. <laughs> you doing okay with that? I am doing just fine. Okay, just making sure. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> I just, Sometimes I don't like wearing pants during these things. <laughs> yeah, by those things, I meant your testicles. Are you doing okay <laughs> with those? Uh, <laughs> I was an ice cream vendor by trade. Now I'm a soldier. <laughs>
1: Sometimes soldiers like to wear their old ice cream suits.
0: Though uh, that was a that was a moment that was so perfect. Uh, th- there aren't a lot of great moments in this movie, and I feel like a lot of moments are missed opportunities. Especially the the denouement with with Mike at like at the end with his creation. That everything about that was not as good as what I thought it was going to be. Every moment I was like, oh, if he's doing this, then it's gonna... Oh, it's just a... Boom. By not
1: as good, do you mean just... Nothing.
0: Pointless? pointless? Pointless. Beyond pointless? I mean, yeah. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to that <laughs> later. Um, okay. So, uh... <laughs> I was an ice cream inventor by trade, now a soldier. That's so funny. Uh, that's such a good line. I love that so much. Uh, okay. Uh, Imagine so- Kyle
1: Reese saying that like <laughs> the beginning of Terminator. <laughs> do, do,
0: do, do, do. I was an
1: ice cream man <laughs> by trade. Turns out Terminators
0: don't eat ice cream. I went out of business. <laughs> yeah.
1: then, they, uh, <laughs> then they got smarter, better, made a model that could eat
0: ice cream. <laughs> Turns out they didn't like my ice cream. They liked robot ice cream, and I didn't know how to make that. My mom, Sarah Connor, worked at an ice cream shop.
1: I knew where to find her.
0: Oh, God.
1: I just had to get there before
0: him and train her how to make robot ice cream so that in the future I could sell more ice cream. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the story. All right. So we cut back to, like, in total traditional phantasm fashion, we cut back to the scene that happened in the movie before and we just forget at least one major element of what was happening it's like so tim has vanished into the ether there is no tim you were imagining things shut up there never was a tim and you're an asshole for even mentioning Look, this time when he gets pulled into the through the window he really gets pulled through the window he's gone no, he's...
1: <laughs> Everybody else gets pulled through the window and is like, oh, I guess that was a dream. This time it's like, nope. No, no,
0: no, no. He, His existence was a dream. Come
1: on. So, I had read that they intended to kill him off in the beginning by getting uh, a very violent scene where he gets eaten by lurker, Whoa. lurkers. That was supposed to be the start of the movie. Like, Tim gets attacked by lurkers and he doesn't make it out. He gets rip, ripped to shreds. And I guess they did not do that due to budgetary constraints. So, instead of, like, making up something
0: else, they're just like, eh, fuck it. You know what? Let's just never mention this kid ever. If Alien Three had started with them just forgetting that uh, that the two main characters from Aliens had had just like, oh, we don't know what they are. It's just Ripley now. Mm-hmm. You know they're off somewhere. It's just Ripley's. Ripley's the only one that landed here. Fine, I would have been okay with that. I hated it because they were like, oh, and look, Newt's dead. It's <laughs> like, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, Alien Three. <laughs> Eat a dick. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this is not. It would be great 3. if they just did
1: that, like one throwaway line. All right, let's go. Where's Tim? Oh, he's dead. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> That's it. Tim was called back to his planet. <laughs> he
1: tripped and fell on
0: a spike. Uh, <laughs> off camera, yes. Uh, yeah, there was one of the uh, one of those A Team like explosion boards, <laughs> <Yeah. where laughs> and you just see Tim fall onto it, and he just shoots off into space. <laughs> Uh, okay. But yeah, Tim is nowhere to be found. We yep. pick up right where the third movie left off. Ex- with, no with no Tim. Except with no Tim. So just like the shotgun where eh, we forget that that blew up in the car. It doesn't matter. Now yep. we have the shotgun. So same deal with Tim. Uh, we've got uh, Reggie up against the wall and the tall man insults Reggie and then is like, but go ahead. You can leave. I don't get this. He's like, you're too bald for this ball. We don't want you. Like
1: really? He's <laughs> just like Alright, did- we're in the final stages of the game. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like what game? Just
0: kill him, Why You are know you? what? You're you're gonna win the game if you kill him. Yeah.
1: Like I don't Ugh, this is so it's sloppy. Like a,
0: it's like a J.R.R. Tolkien thing where he still has a part to play yeah. in this great Machiavellian scheme that the tall man has plotted out. And if he kills him now, then things won't go as... I mean, th- th- yeah, to be fair, he do- He is a master of time and space, so he knows how everything is going to turn out. He does? Yeah! He could travel through time! He's not Dr. Manhattan. I mean, he basically is. I think he essentially is. Because he exists in all these times, and the reason that he can just, like, he can be like, oh yeah, here my body is gone, and I'm gonna go grab my body, is because... He. That's not his body. That's his body from that time period, and he's existing in multiple time frames. Okay. Because he existed as an as as the uh, Jebediah Jebediah Morningside Morningside yep. in that time frame, and if he'd gone through the gate, he could have existed in the same time as another tall man in the future. Okay. So I think this is kind of like a time paradox kind of thing. I don't, and I think that he does know what's going to happen before it happens because he has seen the future. Okay. I just wish
1: something happened. Like, I wish Reggie was able to pull out his tuning fork here and just kind of bang it against the wall he was being held on and make all the balls kind of, like, spaz out, and then he can run away. But they they didn't do anything to, like, make his surviving mean anything. They were no. They just like, it's a game, it's a final stage, <laughs> I don't remember what he says. But no,
0: like, he says he says something stupid. He's
1: like, like you're a small man, but we got a game to play. Like, <laughs> bye, and he just like lets him go completely. Like, what the hell? Why would yeah. you do that?
0: No, it it makes no sense. It's it's really just essentially he's he's just shaming him. I mean, he's he's big dick in him. Come on, that's yeah. Fun. All right. So, I mean, when you've
1: been alive for two hundred years, I guess <laughs> you just come up with fun <laughs> games for yourself,
0: right? Exactly. Uh, okay. So. Uh, i guess everything's fine with reggie so mike's driving the hearse and in another typical phantasm move uh we switch narrators yeah they love to do that narrator switch so now it's mike narrating and he's like i remember my times with reggie (laughs) (laughs) and so this is the first cutting room floor veracity adding extra footage uh, and uh, there's footage of Mike driving the Cuda and the tall man running down a dog. And uh,
1: I do I do gotta say they did a great job. I don't know if, what you have to do yeah. for it technically, but like it doesn't the look color ju- matching. Looks That's great. what I mean. Yeah, it does not yeah. look so jarring when they switch between things. Yeah, it does.
0: It it looks amazing.
1: Uh,
0: another thing. And, it's,
1: and, and how many how many how many uh, franchises like this can show you new things with the ensemble cast yeah. that you haven't seen before, but they're not just other actors being them. They're the real people 20 years ago. like it's this, neat.
0: this is an example of why Hollywood is full of fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Like, Coscarelli's just walking around out there. He's like, I'd love to make a movie. Like, I think the dude would fucking love to be making something. And Blumhouse is like, Yeah, we got somebody who can make Truth a day or four. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, man. Get Coscarelli to make something. Mm-hmm. Hire him. Yeah. Somebody made Firestarter. A Stephen King movie. Coscarelli makes Stephen King movies out of plots that aren't Stephen King books. <laughs> Put him on a Stephen yeah. King movie for fuck's sake. I want to see him do a Stephen yep. King movie. I don't know. It's a bummer that he's not getting any juice. Yep. That's all. I love him and uh, Beastmaster forever. You know, whatever. Okay, so. uh, Old footage, old footage. Yeah. Uh, Mike nearly crashes the hearse from flashing back too hard. He gets a visit from the old fortune-telling lady from the first movie. Uh,
1: Uh, That cool backseat rider thing. That that was cool. That was cool looking.
0: But Uh, again, like, not... But so far... Pointless. But so far, this movie reeks of, like, uh, like a... Hey, remember this cool thing from Phantasm, huh? Yeah. It's like fucking Disney rebooting Phantasm. It's remember like, when hey.
1: Phantasm was just kind of creepy?
0: <laughs> yeah, here's some creepy here's things some, real here's quick. Some of the things. Yeah. I mean, they found a lady that looked surprisingly like the lady from the first movie, so that was good. Um, and
1: they put her back in time too. Like it would have been great to get some concrete answers. <laughs> as there. to uh, like why is she there with Jebediah is
0: she like, another timeless person
1: exactly what i want to know
0: because like maybe whatever the the thing that happened to him in the time stream that caused was him to be what or was, exactly. she an experiment? Exactly. Yeah. Like, the idea that he threw her through as an experiment yeah. where it was like, that was the moment he turned evil where he was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to do this horrible thing. She doesn't have much time to live. Yep. You know, I'm going to do this thing and that was the thing that turned him evil. You know, like, it gives him a moment of, like, he just broke... Because he's a good person and it's like as though going through the gate turned him evil and all these other people have gone through these stupid fucking... You know, stupid gates, and they've been fine. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, Hey, uh, Reggie changes the tire. That's pretty fun. Neat. Uh, (laughs) He gets in. There's somebody in the back seat. No scare. It's just Jody. Uh, Jody says... I wish things were better. And, then, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I wish I wasn't a floating ball. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck, I'm sure you do. Uh, then they flash back, and they're like, remember when things were great? Like this? this? scene. This F sucks. this scene. Why was this ever
1: shot? Who thought this was a good ad- <laughs> Look, they I mean, when you have footage of them all time period appropriate, because they're actually shot from the sure. 70s, and then you're just like, they take them now and they're just like oh just give Jody a backwards baseball cap he'll look young again no he doesn't no.
0: <laughs> what was that yeah fresh goes better <laughs> Mentos fresh and full of life Mentos the fresh maker
1: they make it all out like it was the good old days but like Mike would have been 13 yeah
0: <laughs> enjoying a beer out in the desert with his bros oh f this yeah i don't so weird what were they thinking yeah it, <laughs> bad that's cho- why nobody's <laughs> hiring Coscarelli now oh uh, th- this thing is full of bad choices you're not wrong <laughs> but again he had no fucking money
1: yeah <laughs> so, i have no money either but i don't make that bad of choices
0: <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't make phantasm four
1: no, I couldn't either. Uh, I, I mean, okay. This, to be fair, yeah. Anybody this movie can. Anybody in, can rip a movie when they're sitting behind a microphone in a comic shop. Exactly.
0: Show. This movie is incredibly <laughs> competent. It's just. Oh, yeah. The, it's just. There's a lot of things that didn't go right in yep. it. It but this scene just—that
1: scene just made my jaw drop. I was like, what? Uh, what It are you, feels like what he could doing? have used some help. Yeah,
0: you know, like he seems like he's one of those guys that won't let anybody look at the script. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody had come in and been like, "Uh, how about we do this and this and this and this?" Because he's so smart and he's so good at what he's doing yeah. that he's like, eh, anybody else is gonna fuck it up. And it's like, maybe sometimes you do need somebody to just say no. Yeah, you know, like he's he, I. I think he did not didn't have anybody saying no, like a George Lucas issue. Again, just like George Lucas.
1: <laughs> I think he just didn't have any scenes of all three of them having fun right, together. Right. Right. Like they have the scene of Jody and Reggie playing guitar, hanging but on he, the porch, <laughs> chilling, but Mike's not there. You know what I mean? And who knows what? Uh, so it's just like, okay, we have to make a new scene with all of them having fun together. But like, you can't do that when yeah, they're
0: uh, you don't twenty five years past. But that's the, fact. the thing is that that scene didn't need to exist. No. It wasn't like they. He didn't need to be like, I wish things were like they were back in when it looked like a fucking beer commercial. That's all you had
1: to say was, I wish things were back like they were.
0: Yeah, we know. Yeah, you could just say it if you really yeah. wanted that in there. You don't even <laughs> need to say it. Um, the one thing about this is, uh, I feel like they, I feel like Coscarelli probably listened to fans complaining, being like, why is Jody evil? Why did Jody keep setting them up? It looked like Jody was being a good guy, yep. but he's constantly setting them up for failure. And it's like, oh, because he's evil and he did die in the fucking car crash. So I think that was cool. I think that was a good yeah. choice. I don't I doubt that they he meant that back so in So it's the a, day.
1: so it's a fake Jody all along. Yeah, it's always that, been a fake it's Jody. It's always been a fake Jody. Okay.
0: To be fair, he has he literally I was never kind of confused about that, yeah. He never did a single thing that helped them. Yeah. So all he ever did was lead the tall man to them ever, every single time. Great job. So so as a as a bad guy, he was doing well. Yep. Um so okay, that uh bugle boy ad for uh, seniors gets done and <laughs> uh uh Jody goes looking for Mike and and uh Reg is done. Reg is he's doing the reluctant hero thing, he's yep. like, I got out of this. I'm not gonna, you know. He spared my life, and so I'm, I'm through. No more of this. Uh, so we cut to Mike with a goober in the hearse. Tall man's there. Mike's brakes don't work, steering, everything goes. And tall man takes
1: control of the car, and he then says, just... "The coach will drive itself." Uh, <laughs> I they, do like when the tall man gets into the the little editing, the trick they did with the coffin. Like I thought that looked
0: fun. Uh, there, it was, <laughs> it was good. Right up until his feet, and then it was 100% hilarious.
1: Yeah, no, it, I love the feet, because oh, okay. it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: it, was, it was ridiculous. It's I like, like, wait a minute, it, is
1: he just going your way? He's like, whee- whee- <laughs> Yep, oh he is! Okay, that's cool, I because like Because
0: all you have to do, you have to imagine that wherever he went has gravity, so he had to do a tuck roll when he landed, <laughs> and it's like... I'm just trying to picture him doing all of the athletic stuff that, you know. I'm oh, just 90- trying to
1: picture how silly it would look if they didn't cut away <laughs> yes, with Angus exactly. crawling in there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's fun. Perfect.
0: Uh, yeah. So tall man tells him that he has no friends. And <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he jumps in the what coffin. a great friend. Oh, wait. No, he's not. He's not a good friend. Because <laughs> he has no friends. But ah, it is weird suck. because I think Angus Scrim is such a nice dude. I think that it comes through in weird ways in this where you're like there are moments when you're like oh he's trying to help mike (laughs) like he seems like he's being a nice guy in this sometimes and it's like no 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 he's not uh but there's it's also important that they blow blow past a state trooper here because we get a weird cut that's kind of fun where you assume oh what's going to happen when they pull over this hearse yeah it's like oh they cut directly to reggie he's the one being pulled over by the cop yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, so cops pull over Reggie, and uh, cop runs his registration. He walks really slow because the movie is not as long as they wanted it to be. Um, and so the cop disappears, and Reggie's like, "Uh, hello." <laughs> which hello. is kind of cool. It was pretty. That was pretty fun. He Reggie gets out of the car, investigates. He opens the car, doesn't call out or anything. Doesn't say, "Hey." Anybody there? <laughs> Which, you know, I think most people would. Uh, he looks in the trunk because he hears a rattling in there. Uh, I don't know what this was.
1: I, it looked, the makeup looked like, like somebody at a haunt, that it doesn't matter what they look right. like, because they're just going to pop out in the dark for two seconds and go, ah! So right. it's like, I'm goopy face man. Did- like. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a skin face guy, like like he like. It looked a,
0: like he had three strips taken off his face.
1: Yeah, look like look like. So was he the, him.
0: was he the cop? Was he the real cop? No,
1: I think he was. I think he yes. Oh yes, I think he was the real cop that was ambushed and, and by
0: a monster who then took who his then clothes. took his
1: clothes. Okay, <laughs> okay. So which leads me to the point. We'll get to a, a, in the same scene, but like yeah. So then we get Hell Cop from Highway to Hell. We should totally mm-hmm. do that movie too. Uh, I
0: mean, I, I thought we were doing it when we did that fucking stupid one with, uh, uh <laughs> I almost called him Ray Don Chong, <laughs> uh, uh, La Bamba, uh, oh, route 66, yes, oh. route 666, yep,
1: uh, but yeah, we get hell cop, and so we get the zombie cop, the real the f- cop, the re- Freddy cop, the Freddy cop, the real cop, the <laughs> cenobite cop, it looks yeah. like all of them, uh, uh, and so, what's his nuts? The so, real cop's tied up in the back. He's yep. been all cut up and, and taken. And so, Reggie has this fight. It's kind. Of, and then they do this thing with like the, the yellow goop going into Re- Reggie's mouth. He shoots him. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was actually...
0: Okay, it it's doesn't... It's fun, but it,
1: like it's like a callback to the last movie when we also had a yellow right. goop in Reggie's mouth. <laughs> oh, but, always. But it's also... Like this movie felt like it got more serious than the other ones like the other ones were all like horror comedies, yeah, like two and three were like schlocky in a way and this one's just like, okay, we're not being schlocky anymore. we're going back to our roots. Oh, we're gonna be schlocky for just this one second. okay, back
0: to our roots <laughs> yeah it feels like it feels like Reggie's story is a comedy and Mike's story is a drama yeah it's 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 an odd very sure, it's yeah, an odd like, conflicting yep. tone where he's like, well, I guess I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> you know, and it's like, his whole thing is like writing his suicide note and driving a hearse into the desert, yeah. and like, it's like, Then it's like, fatalistic. cut back to Mike, and it's like, ooh, hey, a blonde. I wonder if I can get <laughs> <Yeah>. with that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Everything Reg does is like that kind of nonsense. I'll put on a comedy routine in a rundown hotel, and she'll be sure to... <laughs> she'll love it. But I did like this whole shtick, where like, The cop disappears. Reggie locks himself in the car. and He's like, aha, I gotcha. He's like, shit, um, what do I do? Tries to unlock the shotgun. Can't unlock the shotgun. But then he realizes that he can somehow cock and fire the shotgun while it's still locked there. And because the cop is on the roof, he just cocks it, shoots him through the roof, cocks it, shoots him through the roof. It's, It's
1: cool, but it's like at the same time, like, why is that cop on the roof?
0: Like, so that he could shoot He him. just
1: punched the window to break it. Like he's just like I, I can't possibly he's break so through sneaky. the window on the ground. I got to I got to so I got to go climb on the roof and completely <laughs> lay down on my belly to break this window. Like what? Sneaky sneaky. So, but anyway, Reggie gets the uh, you know, he, once uh this cop survives the shots. Reggie kicks him out of the cup, And then despite the fact that he saw the real cop in the back going, please don't kill me. He's like I got to blow up this fucking car. I don't
0: care. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is person 1 of 2 that Reggie just murders in cold blood. Yeah,
0: I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to defend people boob, murdering boob, people. Boobsphere
1: with... boob Sphere may have been a different case, but yeah, at that's the same a different time... that's a
0: different story. But I mean, <laughs> at this point, a normal human being, I don't want to put this in human logic, but any human <laughs> being would be completely insane by now. Oh yeah. From what what they've seen, he's suffering from so much ptsd maybe he is maybe he just totally killed a perfectly normal cop (laughs) oh i mean there's that possibility too where it's like and he just killed a perfectly normal girl also possible um like
1: oh you don't want to have sex with me you've got boobs spears now i gotta kill you (laughs) yeah
0: oh that would be terrible if they cut back and it was just like him imagining everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh okay so he does he blows up that cop and the the real cop the the guy falls down dead pretty good shot pretty pretty fun little explosion and flame suit moment i liked it Uh, mike wanders the desert and we see the the obvious dangers of hiring a pale irish actor to uh (laughs) to play a role that is mostly in direct sunlight in the desert because from moment to moment he has a terrible sunburn on his neck (laughs) like some cuts cuts you're like "Oh, oh really that looks painful oh where'd it go um, and then you notice that he's always in shadows from then on. Like they're always shooting him. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea because uh, he's going to die. So. Man,
1: that that must be like. That's also a kind of funny recurring thing to, to go back to my fun fact from movie one where he had to wear tinfoil on yeah, his back exactly. because he, he shot so long in front of the fireplace. Uh, a. Michael Baldwin, always getting those sunburns. <laughs> always getting and, and burned Bernie's up. on his
0: back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he sees some goobers running around and that's all we see of that night falls. And he, uh, he goes into the back of the hearse and he finds a tall man suit and pulls it out of the coffin. Dun, dun, dun. He sits in the hearse and writes his will by candlelight. I love that that <laughs> fucking hearse was equipped with a fucking four candle candelabra. Amazing. So dumb. That is hilarious. <laughs> He it also bothered me so much. You like, know what? Just
1: turn on the freaking dome light.
0: <laughs> there was also a real, like, ghoulies go to college moment here where he's, like, writing his, he's like, and here's my exact plan and everything I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. And then two little goobers are, like, over his shoulder going, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> got any <I'm>, beer? <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> so, if those goobers... I mean, I don't think they have enough brains to relay anything to the tall man, so I guess it doesn't matter. Are they really there, either? Like, they're just... I, th- I think they are. They I, just
1: keep popping up just like Spandex Face Man did, and just like Fortune Tower Lady did yeah. at first. Like, they just keep mm. popping up, going away, like... Which makes me wonder if they're all just other visions in Mike's head, even though he's not seen them. Like...
0: <sighs> I don't yeah. know. Th- that's an impossible question to answer. Uh, okay, so... He goes to sleep, uh, and he dreams of the tall man, and also flashes back to the third movie. Yay! <laughs> uh, so we get uh, we get a black and white flashback because the past is in black and white, of course. Another thing that bugged me. <laughs> and we see the tall man as an old sawbones, in potentially the Civil War, Revolutionary War, I would some guess sort Civil of War, something yeah. like that. Uh, and I guess Mike is his patient. And he's sticking a big needle in his brain. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Was is this uh, Is it just
1: a rando dream or is this like an actual like uh reincarnation kind of thing? This is where this is where Phantasm just does that thing where it's like F you. We're like, We're gonna right. make you think and we're gonna make you talk about it, but But y- there's, there's no, we don't know ourselves, dude. Right, <laughs> they didn't know when they were writing it. Yeah.
0: And I mean, some of this—I mean, not to spoil the whole ending <laughs> right away—but the whole thing is just the idea is that Mike is repeating his life over and over again; that he is caught in the time. So this stream. is the Dark Tower. This uh, spoiler for the Dark Tower. <laughs> shit, that—that's kind of cruel. Uh, I want to probably back that up, but maybe not. Whatever. Uh, I didn't. Shit, I didn't think about. It. <laughs> No, that's I, thought, I don't who hasn't read that. Yeah, on. exactly. It's, it's a little it's a little late at this yes. point. Yes, uh, but okay. So, yeah, I don't know. It it really is it, like
1: you said. Cascarelli's making Stephen King. He's movies making that art Stephen King movie,
0: and also the, the Dark Tower Part Seven. I think hadn't come out yet at this point. So <laughs> it is interesting. Huh. Uh, Coscarelli and Stephen King are simpatico. Like they're really on the same wavelength. I think they should really team up. I really wish they would. Uh, But it's, it is interesting that he is repeating the same life. So it's also potentially, he's also got that same mastery of time and space. And so potentially he came from that time and forgot about it. Potentially there's, you know, there's other things that could have been happening. Who knows? Not me. Because, if he was from that time, you know, at the same time that uh, Jebediah Morningside or whatever his name is, you got it. Oh, good. Uh, I wanted to call him Morningstar, like the soy patties. Uh, <laughs> them are yummy. Uh, <laughs> <No>. Tall man's <laughs> tall man's soy patties. Uh, they'd all be ball. They'd be meatballs. <laughs> Little forks coming out of them. Not no, non meatballs. Yes, non meatballs. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. (laughs) It it could be anything. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Okay, so. (laughs) That'd be boy patties. (laughs) Little meat boys. (laughs) uh, Uh. (laughs) Soy! (laughs) Soy! Okay, I kind of like that. Somebody got to Photoshop that for us. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay. Let's see. Uh, Mike goes back, and he he wakes up, and he finds uh, some of those interdimensional turnstiles sitting in the middle of the desert, and it looks straight up like a Pink Floyd album.
1: Uh, he's going to find a bunch of those.
0: He's going to find a bunch of them. Because
1: somebody gets him wet.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, don't feed them after midnight. Uh, so Reggie comes out of a roadside restroom and finds a hot grunge chick using a payphone. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents what a payphone is. Yes. Um, uh, he creeps on her because there's only 40 or so year age difference, so why not? It's never stopped him before. Ne- <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, it seems like he thinks twice about it. It seems like he's like, oh, I'm probably not going to hit on this woman who could easily be my granddaughter. But And he's like...
1: It's never stopped
0: me before. It's nope, never stopped me before. So meanwhile, Mike is trying to hang himself in the desert so the tall man can't <laughs> get him.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> meanwhile,
0: Mike's just <laughs> trying to commit suicide.
1: <laughs> Again. Yeah, did you hear that one? Did you hear this one?
0: <laughs> it's like cute little like, funny, funny slapsticks, and then Mike's trying to hang himself in the desert in a lonely, sad spot. Where did he get that rope and crate?
1: The freaking hearse <sighs> was empty
0: he found it out there it's probably just like it's a spot where people it's the that. hanging spot yeah yeah they probably just left it there just in case people want to do it he cleared the last skeleton out Yeah, <laughs> the last person who did it and he was like alright I'm gonna use the same crate make sure you don't break the crate Yeah, don't break the crate that's the number one rule Come of on. the hanging tree <laughs> number one rule don't break the crate because somebody else is gonna want to <laughs> use that next uh, to try to get away from the tall man maybe it was Tim who used it last <laughs> maybe it was <laughs> uh yeah, that
1: explains everything now.
0: Uh, okay, so, he knows
1: how to drive. He could have brought himself out there on one of the other hearses.
0: So true. So he's uh, he's <laughs> the rickety apple crate is hilarious. Oh yeah, because it is so. It flimsy. doesn't look like it would even hold you to get started. It Does not look like it would support <laughs> his weight, and it it doesn't even break. He like just kind of kicks yeah. it aside, and his neck doesn't break. So he does the horrible thing where he's just like choking in the yep. rope and uh and then we see in the distance the tall man approaching <laughs> and he's it's like come on stupid mike death is no escape from the tall yeah. man as the tall man later says uh this causes even more flashbacks to old scenes from the first movie that they never used uh in and this with one, good reason and this one jody hangs the tall man with the cuda somehow this this is a complex like he basically
1: he runs the then all of a sudden he, like he lassos
0: the tall man it seems like a three person job it, it was a three person well I mean there was two of them I mean one of them was the tall man yeah, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> Uh he was helping
1: okay look uh, you're gonna be chasing him tall man I need you to put this noose around your neck <laughs> okay because uh, somebody needs to drop that it's that's just what it looked like happened like they had the rope tied to the car. The kid led tall man yep. right to this thing, and then then the rope somehow fell. But like, there needed to be a rope dropper.
0: Yeah, yeah. And no, there wasn't. It was it was it was Jody. He's so good at this. Uh, but yes, he does. He uh, he hangs him somehow. It's miraculously. It looks terrible. It's dumb. It's dumb. They should obviously have left this on the cutting room floor.
1: I wonder what happened to Mike's face though, because he's got like a makeup scar that we never saw. Yeah, I know. Like, I There's want, so much... I want to know what scene that was. Like, why, How does his face get cut? Because that definitely was something that never made the first picture. He never had that scar, and he
0: doesn't co- have it in the future either. It's really yeah. too bad. It's like... Basically, it seems like Coscarelli was at a point where he could have made the decision to put a half hour of extras on a DVD copy of Phantasm 1, or make an entire movie using... Old footage from Phantasm you know one. if they've
1: got all this footage and it looks like this, which looks great, yeah, like quality wise, like why why not just release that original? Because I don't I, know. I wonder if it still exists. Like or
0: I feel like because everything wasn't like you know yeah, digital and saved back yeah, then. It's I feel like, like it doesn't exist because yeah. to make a master print would have cost a fortune. I'm yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, that's right. But it would be really <laughs> even if it was like a slog and kind of with dumb scenes, it would be really neat. As a historical artifact to see that oh, original absolutely. three hour. I pack. would a
0: hundred percent be excited yeah. to purchase that oh, yeah. item. I yep. would absolutely do that. It feels like with the restoration and all the shit that uh that they did for part one, that if they had that completed, if, if it that. was feasible, they yep. would have they would have released it. Uh but there you go. Can't okay. always
1: get what you want.
0: I know. In fact, you can't even hang the tall man because he's up there for like eight hours. Yeah.
1: Well, we know he's indestructible.
0: We also know that he can lift his own weight. Like we know that he can heft a coffin that's like six hundred pounds. But this is interesting. In this flashback, uh, Mike yells something at him. Like
1: he's like, "Why are you trying to kill the world?" or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So. And that that line seemed. That Out was, of place for the first movie. That, that was that,
0: interesting. I did like that. That
1: seems like more second movie.
0: Yeah, stuff where he's where we have
1: the dilapidated cities and everything. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. almost
0: feels like it almost feels like he knew where he was going with the story, um, which he probably did. It's it's fascinating. I did like that. I I actually liked that dialogue. Yeah. Um. I, and it was a very Stephen King thing too, to have him call to the kid in his yeah. dreams, and the kid is. Inexorably drawn out against his better judgment you know he knows he's not supposed to do this and there's no reason for him to do it mm-hmm. but just because something about the way the tall man is calling to him he's like i gotta go do this he comes out and he's like why should i let you down you're trying to kill the world yeah which is such a great line yep and he's like, but then <laughs> it gets ruined because he's like, I promise I won't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you let me down, I'll go away.
0: If you let me down, you'll never see me again. And he's, he's like, like, Okay. Do you promise? Yeah. Oh, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> he almost uh. does that. It was so close to him going, Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All we're missing is
1: like the behind the back shot of him with crossed fingers. If T- you <laughs> <laughs> went,
0: i promise i won't kill the world (laughs) he lands and just goes sucker (laughs) i'm off to kill the world (laughs) see you nerd uh yeah Mm, well uh but the tall man then looms over him and says i've been waiting for you for a very long time Mm. there you go okay uh Long dramatic scene of Mike about to take the tall man's hand in the desert. Like, it's a very, like, it's this, it's given a lot of dramatic weight. And it would have been cool if it connected,
1: too. Cause, like, yeah, I feel like that would have been a more interesting route than what we got. Like, I feel like keep dropping the ball on uh, really cool scenes in this movie. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. That was pun <laughs> intended. Uh, but yeah. But yes, I do feel that they keep no, dropping the right. ball on cool things. Like all of a sudden, it's just like, oh shit, is a Mike and Tall Man gonna be like a union? Like that would be a crazy, interesting dynamic because it wouldn't be one dude running from this guy or trying to it fight him the whole time. Really it would interesting. be like, whoa, what would happen then?
0: And it is such an it's such a moment where it feels like this movie is trying to explain itself. Like it does feel like they're trying to tell us what the yeah. movie's about for the first time in the franchise. Yeah. They're really like making a effort. But every time effort. they
1: start getting there, just stuff. So as yeah. so, uh, so this part cracks me up too. Cause so, like so if it, it feels as confused and let down as I was. Like yeah. Mike reaches his hand, then he's like No Then he gets up and starts running towards the tuning forks. But he doesn't like do a dramatic jump into him, he just stops and he like turns around. Huh? huh? <laughs> it's just like Man, what? Yeah, and the, just run and dive into the portal, man. Why would you stop? It looks so. It was weird. It looks like the director was, called cut, and you just like turned around. He's like, "Wait, what? What did I do? Something wrong?" <laughs> like it, it was seems so awkward.
0: Yeah, it was weird, but it was also uh, I don't know if it was the opportunity for scrim to say a one liner, but he could have said that when he, he did. was running. Yeah, exactly. He could have said it right after, but he's like. Uh, you might not like what you find yeah. whatever you know just don't go yeah be careful of what you're looking for you just might find it yeah something like that Meh. And it's not even that cool one liner no it really wasn't okay so uh so he goes through the cosmic turnstile and he shows up in this in what looks like you know like Einstein's preserved museum office it's a it's a It's a cool concept, but unfortunately,
1: I feel the budget makes it look like a set of a high school play of Frankenstein. It really does. It just, everything looks so cheap and and not decorated enough, and just fake. It looks like it, a it looks like a put together set on a on it a, looks on a like, community stage.
0: Yeah. It does. To me it looked like one of those things when you go into a museum and you see the it's, room exact. as it was in 1842 yes. or whatever. Yes. And then you're like, but it doesn't look lived in. It doesn't look like anyone has actually been here. Exactly. Like there should be more things that are out of place. It seems like everything is in place and there for a reason. Whereas if someone was living there, they'd have a coat somewhere like a, you know, it didn't feel yeah. like there was anything kind of hanging in the wrong space. Also, that is a weird ass color to be something from the 1800s, that weird yellowy color. Mm, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I guess maybe it's a reference to the goop. I don't know. Whatever. It didn't make much sense. It was a strangely sunny room. Yeah. Like I would have liked it to be a little more Frankensteiny. Yep. You know, it didn't have to be a lot, but it felt like that room existed in somebody's McMansion. And
1: it's unfortunate because it's like, oh my gosh, you're seeing the tall man's lab before he was the tall man? What a
0: cool thing to see. I mean, yeah, it should have been in a basement. It should have been creepier. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know they're trying to make him a good guy who's just trying to do the right thing, but it was too sunny. And I love this. I mean, it was too sterile. It was too sterile. I like the Lovecraftian element of this. This whole concept of like i have this primitive science that's trying to do something but the primitive science stumbles on something massive and so so much beyond my concept that i've been driven insane and my mind has been taken over by this universal consciousness and i'm now essentially this puppet for a malevolent force that if is that's tri- what he is i mean but essentially that's what it feels like yep you know it's a very lovecraftian concept that the the cosmic horror has just destroyed him. Mm -hmm. And it it definitely feels like that. It feels like a from beyond kind of, kind of thing. Okay. Um, so, um, Mike tries to run back through the gates, but nothing happens. Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the, But before that we, he meets Morningside he offers him the, he Isn't almost a, almost gets some fucking back in time lemonade that I would have totally taken. <laughs> I want to know what lemonade tastes like in the 1800s.
1: So, yeah, so I thought this was so cool. When you when you met the tall man before he was tall man and he acted so nice and cordial and completely different and then he's like I'm I've been obsessed with this gateway. Did yes. did you come through it and it's just like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to have this cool conversation of like him yeah. making this game and then mike's just like nah, run away like what are you doing yeah you, you got again no, no, just this, like,
0: this was a huge uh, waste of an opportunity story-wise yes this was
1: this i was, was so excited for an in-depth conversation with him in that mode irritating and you don't get it because all you get is should... a talk about lemonade exactly. and a dumbass jump scare or weird reference with the fortune teller yep. being there too yep
0: and he could have I mean, Mike could have been the reason that this all happens. You could have made this into a time paradox where he's like, the only reason I knew how to use the thing was because you came through it. Yeah. And it's like, what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, like he only knew. I mean, to a certain extent, the only reason he knew it worked was because Mike did come through it. So there is a bit of that. And it's it did give him the the belief that he could come through. It uh, just
1: needed to be more solid. I like, just
0: want to know why he became... It's it's so irritating that yeah. it's like... They, they're basically setting this up being like, and here's why he became the tall man. He went through the gates that he always goes through. Yeah, okay, so... What happened? And why? What uh, did he see? Yeah. There's a terrifying thing. He could have come back with bleeding eyes and that ball falls out of his hands... And he falls on the on the ground and he's just like holding his hands that are bloodied and like Mike's just terrified and he's like, I'm leaving now and like goes. Yep. Even that, if he said a few obscure things where he's like, I've seen infinity or whatever. Yeah. And then Mike goes. Yeah. Great. I that that's kinda scary. That's something yep but we don't even get that kind of catharsis from this thing okay uh whatever we get the funny little spinny gears now it works
1: (laughs) (laughs) just gotta crank it up first
0: really you gotta turn those three Mm -hmm. gears that's what's powering the whole goddamn thing (laughs) uh he's back in the desert now there's a whole bunch of those interdimensional turnstiles he looks upset about it but we don't know why so we cut back to Reggie, who is now stalking the fucking hot grunge girl that literally could be his granddaughter, uh, and this this entire storyline where it's like Reggie's going to almost kill a woman, destroy her car, all of her property, and she's going to be kind of charmed by it. Well, I don't think
1: any of them meant for this to happen. I don't. I mean, she saw a turtle, like. And swerved. It's not like Reggie like drove her off the road. But he Reggie was, probably didn't see the turtle either. I
0: would have blamed Reggie.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he was still creeping he on was, her. to look he, at the. But was she was still like, at, she was staring at him too and not watching. Yeah, but looking she at the was road. in
0: her lane. Yeah. Behaving like a normal driver. Yeah. And he well, was in the other lane driving like a psychopath.
1: Look, she's also. Driving a car in a phantasm movie. And it's not a phantasm movie <laughs> if a car doesn't crash she she hit knew it's a rock signed on the side of the road. <laughs>
0: exactly. I was so mad that it was a turtle. I was like she should have hit did she hit a rock? Maybe I missed it.
1: Yeah, it was on the side of the road. Like I think she the, flipped over a rock the same way the car in oh, the last yes, one did. Okay, yeah. good.
0: I was I was disappointed. I didn't remember the rock. I didn't look for I was it. Pretty sure, yeah. It's got to be a rock. It's yeah. always a fucking. It's always a fucking rock. It's always a side of the road <laughs> rock. In Phantasm, there's always a giant rock by the side of the road that you explode mm-hmm. on. Uh, okay, so uh, he comes up alongside her. She explodes. Blah blah blah. He pulls her to safety. Uh, just before she says a stupid line I about hate, cars hate, blowing up hate, in movies. Hate, hate, hate
1: this line
0: yeah it's awful i thought that cars only blew up in movies that's what oh it's weird because i kind of there was almost a bit of this that saved it i liked reggie's response almost enough that it it didn't save it Mm -hmm. but it didn't bother me as much because his like that's kind of what i thought too like as the kind of a hey guess what i'm aware that we've blown up like six cars in the course of this of this (laughs) franchise uh it still made me cry, but it's it's still it's still stupid, stupid, yep. stupid. It's, <laughs> super
1: stupid. I don't yeah, know. it's funny. I don't like, know what stupid is? But. It's funny, like you said earlier. Though it makes sense. Like Reggie is living in a comedy movie. Yeah, and Michael's living in a serious sci-fi. Yeah, this could drama. be this could yeah. be
0: his like fucking Jacob's ladder, where he's like, instead of seeing all of the horrors of the war or whatever, <laughs> he's like, oh, this is all my goofy shit, and yeah. <laughs> all the ladies like me, I Boop-a-like like doop-a-dop. babes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, we go back to Mike, who somehow remembers getting a ball shoved in his head. He has a moment where he's like, "Oh, a ball's being shoved oh, in my yeah. head. yeah. And then it goes away, and it's like, what? Okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, but then he's like, well, if I've got a ball in my head, I must be telepathic. <laughs> so let's see if I've got telekinetic powers. Oh, and he, I do. He's like... What was that What was that movie about the war and the stars? The guy that moved a bunch of <laughs> rocks on that planet? I bet I could move rocks like that guy on that planet. Can I'm going to use the force. It looks like I'm even on Tatooine. <laughs> so he he uses the force, squashes a scorpion, and he's like, hmm, I wonder if I can lift the biggest rock in the world. <laughs> it turns out I can.
1: And crush a Jawa with it.
0: And it's like- I'm in mean, a goober. I, yeah. So that's weird. <laughs> It's almost, like, it's almost like he was like, hey, they stole from me. These fucking Jawas were mine. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to steal from Star Wars. Um, so uh, Jody shows up in ball form while Mike is doing something with the hearse engine. And <sighs> Jody tries to retcon the first movie by saying that he didn't die in a car crash. And Mike says that he doesn't trust Jody. He says, I don't trust you. You're kind, of, you're kind of a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everything so far has pointed towards you are not a good dude. Mm. Um we go back to the B story with Reggie, and uh blonde grunge lady instantly forgives Reg for nearly killing her and gets in his car. Uh we get more of the missing footage from part one, uh, where Jody weirdly sniffs some clothes in the <laughs> That was so weird. I don't remember that. So this is this is him being like I didn't abandon you. I was taken, and so we flash oh, yeah. then It goes in his bedroom. It yeah. goes into that bedroom, and then he starts sniffing like his parents' clothes because maybe they were dead and he was sad. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's fucking weird. Um, Still got my daddy's smell. <laughs> uh, back in the present, uh, Mike sees a new crop of turnstiles. Wow, well, more turnstiles! Uh, and we get an eighteen montage of Mike pulling the hearse's engine apart for reasons that will become apparent later. No, they won't. No, they won't. In fact, later on, we'll be disappointed by what he does with it. Uh, Reg pulls up to what looks like a motel from a haunted attraction. Uh, it looks, it definitely looks like something that someone has made up as a as a haunt. Uh, it is, it, oh. it is
1: not a real hotel or anything. They took a dilapidated oh, was, shed and filmed without permission and just slapped the word hotel on it and makes, called it a hotel. I mean, that's yes. what it looks like. That's what it is. Uh,
0: it looked more like a haunt. I was hoping you were going to say it was like Universal Studios haunt or something. No, that's what it looked like.
1: Uh, apparently, this scene was just shot without a permit. They just found a shed somewhere and Perfect. just called it a hotel. Yeah,
0: uh, it
1: saves money on the front desk. They don't have to hire a guy that, to drink true. to drink beer and just be like, "Don't go there."
0: <laughs> Ground there, sour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so. It looks like Reg is going to be less skeezy than he am. he has been in previous films. Uh, he convinces the lady to sleep in the the abandoned trash pit of a motel when you could just sleep in the fucking car and you wouldn't get bed bugs and yep. fucking rattlesnake. And it is a trash pit. A we get some more legitimate trash pit. So
1: we get some more comedy from Reg, and then he picks up a tray, and the food on it looks new. Yeah, like the pizza looked edible. Yeah, he's just like, uh, why isn't this food like rotten right now? Are you gonna
0: like? Is there somebody else murdered? Exactly. Is there somebody else
1: hiding under the bed in there, man? Yeah, probably. Um, and then she starts changing because she's wearing fire clothes. Yep. Um, and then she just like keeps popping out of the curtain though, with hands over her boobs. Like,
0: yep. It's so stupid. It's pretty stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, but. Mike's Mike knows how he's gonna get through her defenses and oh, Reggie oh, sorry Reggie he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna bring the story bring about that acoustic guitar with him
1: yeah which we never hear play but yeah. then he also talks about the the goobers and being squished down and yep. like Reggie you you know how crazy that sounds to a normie that hasn't been through these movies yep. with you, you're right
0: yeah <laughs> it turns out it wouldn't sound weird to her because she is one of the one of the things
1: I guess Oh, who knows? He's so fuck knows? stupid. Who cares?
0: Uh, but m- most importantly, he has brought his tuning fork. Uh, and so, Reg makes past the hot chick. She shuts him down. Not surprising. Uh, Reg wakes up in a cemetery. He hears a creepy child laugh and he follows it because he's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, someone is staring at him through the bushes. And now we see Mike dressed as the tall man. He grabs Reg. Why didn't he? Say, boy. Yeah. Why? Oh man! I'm so I was honestly I was livid. Totally <laughs> I lost. Probably officer. should yeah. not have been, but I was like, you got to be kidding me.
1: I didn't even think of that. You're totally right. That would have made it so much better.
0: <sighs> ah, nah. <laughs> I didn't. I ugh. Anyway, so. All right. Reg wakes up and starts, uh, he starts perving on the girl again, but she's, cause she's like passed out. And so he turns out he's actually amped up his perving to to another level. We thought that he was getting better. Nope. It's a sequel. You got to keep one upping yourself. (laughs) Keep one one upping yourself. So he's looking at her, uh, and then he notices that her boobs are bouncing.
1: And then we talked about this earlier. Both of us were just like, Please don't You're, be Please don't, please be, don't be sphere boobs. Please don't. Please don't be You're going to give us sphere boobs, are
0: you? A, God damn it. Yeah, yeah we, it both, we both said it when we saw yep. the thing. We're like, come on, don't do that. No,
1: it's so obvious and it's so dumb and they just...
0: Yeah. Did. It's weird. In another movie, I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. I would have thought, oh, that's fun, dumb shit. In a Freddy movie, I wouldn't have thought yeah. twice about it. That fucking moth... That
1: moth is annoying.
0: He needs to die. <laughs> Uh okay, so I'm gonna try to use my psychic powers on it. Please do see if you can. They're shut, not working. <laughs> shut down its heart, <laughs> if it has one. I don't know. It probably doesn't. Uh okay, so uh the the spheres pop out of her boobs and they chase him, but he pulls a real Looney Tunes move because there's two of them, and he's like, oh, they're both coming for me. He ducks and they bonk into is, each other. It is a comedy. Show with he's Reggie, full on. He is our comic relief for this. Yeah, uh, he's he's in an Evil Dead movie, and Mike is in a fucking Exorcist movie. So, let's see. Uh,
1: he finally. Uh, then boob girl comes alive and tries to grab him. And then yeah. he totally like you said, Evil Dead. He
0: totally Evil Dead's her. Yeah. Oh, that that was the most Evil Dead. But he he does he uses the tuning fork, explodes the ball. For some reason, there was a sledgehammer there for the first one. He sledgehammered the first ball. <laughs> I don't know why there was a sledgehammer in there, but there was. Maybe it was what, from Punker on the room up. Probably. Uh, so they're dead. He kills her. Uh, the girl grabs grabs Reg's leg and says, "We're not done yet." Reg goes full ash and he's like, "Sorry, baby." That's just pillow talk. Uh, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we are sorry, baby. We are and smashes her brains out with a sledgehammer. Um... Mike is like, Mike has some sort of plan to kill the tall man, but we're not really let in on what it is. We think that it's going to be something much more clever than what it turns out to be at the end, because we already know that he can't be killed. So we were like, OK, well, he's got to have some sort of yeah crazy interdimensional plan that he's learned since he's got a sphere in his brain. Yep. It's got to be that. And then it's like, car goes boom. <laughs> How about that? How about that for a plan? We haven't tried blowing him up yet. Yes, or have you me? have. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> You've tried all of that shit, you dumb fuck.
1: Sorry, Reggie. I totally <laughs> forgot because I have a ball in my head. <laughs> you got <you> to <laughs> forgive me. <laughs>
0: got, I got the ball brain. <laughs> <laughs> my, ball, my brain is the size of a walnut. <laughs> And it's inside a giant metal sphere. I don't think so good lately. <laughs> uh, I have ball thoughts. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, uh, the tall man says, "You go where I want you to go," as he jumps out into an empty city street. Mike has jumped through a through something. He's like, "I'm gonna go kill him while he's still human." That's his plan. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and it's like he winds up in that the stand town that they're in. And it's not only is it kind of the stand, it is the fucking stand. Mm-hmm. He literally says, we can't stay here because there's a risk Ob- of infection, infection. Yeah. from fucking Captain Trips." I guarantee you that somehow they were going to say it and they were like, no, that is a copywritten thing. You're <laughs> gonna, Stephen King will sue our asses. But. Crazy. Jody shows up and is like, Yeah, you can't we can't stay here. There's a risk of infection in this world that looks like the stand. So very strange. Uh okay. M O O N. That's Tall Man. <laughs> that spells tall man. Okay. Uh, Reg sees a hearse and he preps his huge arsenal. He's like Reg is like, alright. I see this thing. I know that I've got to go to go to war. And what better way to go to war than in an ice cream man outfit? So <laughs> he puts it's on his comedy. ice cream man whites, and he's like, I'm ready for battle. <laughs> Once he started tying that
1: tie, I was just like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then they do it, and it's like, it's almost like it's, it's such shoehorned in fan service.
0: <laughs> it's... Like it's cool, but like, why in it's the funny. world? I mean, because it's funny. I think. I mean, it is funny. Like, it was... as a
1: fan, if you watch all four movies, you're like, "Oh shit, yeah, man!" It's just like the Reggie we haven't seen since the first time. But like, when you really start breaking it down, it's like, why in the middle of everything? Like, and 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 it, I thought it would also. Reg
0: be- is Ash. I mean, he really is. Reg is is an. Uh, you know he's a stand-in ash in this thing yeah, so it,
1: it, you know what i thought would be funny though you know how they do all the close-ups of him like with the weapons like holding the <laughs> knife you know what if i just did a wide shot of him changing pants <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say tucking an ice cream scoop into his back pocket
1: no no, no it's just a wide shot and he's like awkwardly like just changing pants like somebody would put pants on like it would just look amazing funny. that would be great yeah
0: I am. I am still mad that he never killed one of those goobers with an ice cream scoop. Yeah. Come on, man. Man, come on. Lean into it. Yeah. Lean into the ice cream <laughs> thing. Uh, okay. So, uh, Mike's gone because he's on another dimension's beach. Yeah, he's with hopping Jody. everywhere. Uh, Reg sees the ball that Mike built in the, in the engine, and because it's important to the plot, he doesn't shoot it with the shotgun, which is. Insane. Yeah, this movie should have ended with Reg blowing himself up because he unloads the shotgun at that ball in the. I mean, why would you not shoot a ball? Right after after everything you've gone through. You see a hovering ball that's glowing menacingly. You wouldn't think twice. No. (laughs) No. Oh wait a minute. Maybe that's a good ball. What if this (laughs) is the one good ball? What if this is a
1: good Jody ball? That's actually a good Jody ball.
0: Yeah. Well, it turns out that that's kind of what it is. So I don't know. Um, a goober tries to sneak up on Reg, but he smells it, and we get one of those cool over-the-shoulder, not-looking shots. Do you know how deaf he would be? Uh, he's got to be completely deaf in that ear already. <laughs> 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 I mean, he just unloaded uh, four barrels a barrel of, of a shotgun next to your ear. It's, it's ear. toast. <laughs> Your ear is toast. I mean, 10,000 decibels. Right Some, I'm, I'm watching
1: though. this and it's just like the boob sphere. I was like, don't have him shoot like that. Don't have him. Sh- ah. Uh,
0: <laughs> I thought on. it looks great. I, I mean,
1: it's fun and it's cool, but like.
0: <laughs> it was fine. Uh, the next one that and I why, like.
1: They should have gone full ash too. And he should have been like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have blood sorry. coming out of his ear.
0: <laughs> I liked this one. Another one comes, and it like almost gets the best of him, and he stabs it in the neck with that knife that he's had been carrying <laughs> and
1: then, around. And it, it waddles r- away. <laughs> it's squirting, squirting banana pudding yeah. out of its
0: neck as it's running down. <laughs> I love that shot. That one was
1: great. That was good. I loved that. Uh, but then we get two jumping goobers in a row, and that yeah. kind of bugged me. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's like It made it to be a funny joke, but it, I didn't find it funny. Like... Yeah. It's like the goober jumps and he's like ah from the sky and he's like oh then it happens again and it's like really uh.
0: this was weird so okay so Jody and Mike show up and Mike kind of walks past Reg like they're super happy oh I love you so he gives him a big hug and he whispers into his ear don't trust don't trust Jody and while they're while they're having their hug they do a handshake and Reg does a secret handoff of his tuning fork. Which, Mike doesn't know. Yeah, what that the tuning fork does anything.
1: Cool, thanks. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Yeah, get this off Lockjaw's forehead. What are you talking about? I don't know what this thing is, but uh, is it a
1: nose picker?
0: (laughs) It is. Can you both
1: nostrils at (laughs) once. Yep, that's what it's for.
0: Uh, It's really weird but whatever we go back for some reason now we find Jebediah at his desk figuring out the secret of dimensional forks uh, i guess uh, this was when uh, so Jody brings Michael Mike to see the back. tall man
1: become the tall man
0: yes to see that moment and
1: i do like that line like what happened when he came back Jebediah at morningside never came never back never came back and, and then that was when he, great and he goes through the portal and then when he comes back he's just holding the ball and his face is obviously yeah mean. It's God. I want to know what happened in that.
0: I want more. I really do. I. I mean. I want. I want uh, to believe. It sucks. You know what? I would. It really is crazy. I would honestly give up two years of my life <laughs> to go and write the definitive. Phantasm story with Coscarelli to literally sit down and just get a definitive timeline and write a novel of Phantasm that makes sense of this entire mythos. Yeah. I want it really bad to be honest (laughs) because it is, it's frustrating. It's such an amazing piece of, of horror history and there's something there There is a, I know there's an answer and it's not going to ruin it. It's going to make it scarier. Yep. Like the answer to what drove him insane, drove him like left his body, whatever took him over. There's a terrifying nothingness in there. Mm -hmm. Not knowing is in this one case because we don't have enough information to make it scary. Yep. If we had enough information just to make it scary, that's great. And then you could leave out some details. We
1: have just enough to make it frustrating.
0: Right. It's like yeah. everyone's like, oh, Lovecraft doesn't show you all the blah, blah, blah. Sure. But at least he tells you what the parameters yep. of the cosmic horror are. We don't even know. We just know that he walked through a turnstile and came back. Yeah. there, Whatever. Uh, okay. That's fine. So,
1: it's like leaving the part of hell out of Event Horizon. Yes. It's like, it's like never showing that scene or like the ship went to hell and back, like, but we're yep. just like, the ship disappeared and came back for a second. And then you, that's all you see. Like, that's what they did with this.
0: Yeah. No, totally. I agree. It's
1: like, man, I just need that quick little hell scene. Yeah. Just anything. anything. I mean, I, I want a lot, but I mean, just, just give me just a shred of anything more than you yeah. would give me. Yeah. Uh, hmm yeah
0: okay anyway okay
1: we <laughs> like a bunch of Marge Simpsons over here
0: <laughs> okay so uh Mike leaves through the gate because he couldn't kill the tall man because Jody's like oh by the way you're in a different dimension and hey, no shit Son of a somebody's bitch, not seeing you dickhead okay so he's he's in another dimension and so he goes through the gate and the tall man's like I smell some weird kid in here He's like, so it begins. But what fucking what be- begins? <laughs> uh, Jody finds Mike in a cemetery and tries to kill him with a sphere. We get to this point where Jody's like, "Aha! Guess what? I'm actually evil." Uh, but Mike was like, "I was just waiting to make sure. I just wanted to be sure before I killed you that you weren't my brother." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Thanks for for making it obvious." And he just kills him.
1: And how do you know? I didn't. I get. I guess I didn't get that. Like, how did he know so much? It wasn't his brother.
0: I mean, I think that being his brother, he sensed a bunch of different things, just kind of like that. And also the fact that like like the audience, he probably put it together that he's kind of led them into direct gotcha. danger over and over again. Yep. So yeah. Uh uh okay, so he just stabs him. Which was Neat. kind of unimpressive. <laughs> uh and,
1: Look, they had money for one special effects shot, and they use it for boob girl, okay? Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, Mike gets caught again, and he's on an autopsy table somehow. Don't know why. Uh, the tall man takes a buzzsaw ball and starts cutting a hole in Mike's head. Yellow stuff starts gooping out everywhere, but then he hits the tuning fork, and everyone pauses. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah.
1: I, d- I couldn't decide if this was cool or not, and then I decided that it wasn't. It's, it's I'll, I'll, ro- I'll roll with the damn tuning fork blowing up a ball, I guess, and even I find that stupid, but like, to make the tall man just stop at his tracks and be like, oh, you hit the boom. I can't move now all of a sudden. like,
0: Unless you're going to give me a good reason for that, it looks foolish. The whole thing was foolish because it wasn't set up properly. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I dislike it. If the woman who was the the like the fortune teller. Yep. If she had handed him the tuning fork. Fine. Mm-hmm. That would have been that would have made sense. But the idea that he just that an A440 for some fucking reason is the one note that vibrates on the same frequencies as the as those little posts that yeah. doesn't make sense. There's no reason for that yep. to be of all the frequencies in the world A440 just chosen at random that's not it's not a significant sound i mean it it vibrates i guess a lot of different overtones but I, I don't know i still i don't buy it yeah like it would have been something that someone would have had to have said it's this thing you know i stole it from his desk or something you know like but
1: they'd be super hosed if uh reggie just had one of those like electronic tuners and stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it, the, I don't have my I don't have my tuning fork Mike I mean, but I got a quick tune. It begs the question could a Thuven throat singer explode all of the balls? Oh. Like somebody who's I'd just
1: I'd like to hear them try.
0: I mean <laughs> the, it's it's not the worst ending to that movie to have a bunch of monks singing the singing in overtones exploding the balls some sort of like Stephen King final stand kind of kind of thing. I'd be okay with that. Uh but whatever. Um so they they all freeze. <laughs> Just
1: imagine them find like a classified ad, for, like a two throat
0: singing bands in town and they're like, Mike I got an idea <laughs> You guys all together in a yeah. a one and a two and <laughs> <laughs> perfect. And that's the end of the phantasm. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be a horn. It could be like it's just like there's so many things that make an A four forty. A guitar string makes an A four forty. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, so when oh, all, Jody also says, "By the way, I died in the car wreck." <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you for telling. But you're not <laughs> Jody yet you want to make sure that I know that you... Why why would you Are you? Why would you do him a favor if you're evil? I don't understand. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, So Mike runs away, goes back through the gate after... uh, Oh, no, sorry. uh, Shit. Where are Uh, we? I don't even know. I can't remember. All I remember (laughs) is that uh, the tall man shows up in the desert... Reg puts the shotgun to his chest and it just dry clicks because the tall man controls everything. Uh, Good thing we got Mike's secret weapon. (laughs) So Mike's secret weapon hovers out of the engine. He's built his own sphere out of hearse engine parts. Yep, and it flies up and hits the tall man in the back of the head and he pulls it out and he goes, A toy? (laughs) A toy? Uh, and then the engine of the hearse lights up, and we see that it's just a, der- a distraction for what's going to be the real sphere that Mike made because he made the entire engine into a huge sphere that's going to fly out. Oh, it's just a fucking. <laughs> no, bomb. it's a bomb. It's literally like it starts lighting up, so the tall man will go, "What's this?" I really thought
1: you might have seen a different cut than me for a minute. Like, there you go. So what? good.
0: That would have been so much better. <laughs> that was what I was hoping for. I thought the fucking whole engine was gonna hover out of the thing, and it was gonna be a gigantic ball. And the ball is built out of like not even engine parts. Like the top of the ball
1: is not a part.
0: No. It was not a real car part. <laughs> no, it's that. That engine was souped up by aliens, so, yeah. you know, whatever. <sighs> okay, but so... But, yeah, what the
1: hell was up with that stupid ball?
0: <laughs> it, it's so weird. I don't...
1: Was, but, that, was it a joke?
0: Yeah, I don't understand... That it didn't work? Or no, was, I don't understand any of it. I don't understand the part... Why would you the part, build a bomb, or what? What about the part... So, before, when the, when the rifle dry clicks, the tall man says... Ice cream man, it's all in his head. Yeah. Well, what? The ball? It's the, all of the ball is, is in his a, head. Is that what's in his head? I don't know. Whatever. It so it blows up, kills the tall man, but there's an infinite number of tall mans, so it doesn't fucking matter. So another one we just already comes know right that another one out. comes like, right through I... the gate, heads straight for Mike. He rips the ball out of Mike's head with no must no fuss probably should have done that to begin with but again if he is a master of time and space he knows the time that he needed to do this and when and why are his his whens and whys are beyond our ken we aren't going to know what his what his operating strategy is um so uh he's he grabs the ball and then walks through the the dimensional fork With a completely unreadable expression on his face. We have no idea what he's thinking at that moment. Intentionally. Somehow Mike is still alive, but he's dying. And Reg grabs his gun, and he's like, I'm going after the brain ball. I'm going to go get your ball back. (laughs) And put that ball back in your head. I guess. I mean, it's just a desperation move. Uh, And then we get, goddammit, we get another flashback. And it's like, oh no, we're flashing back. But then it turns out that it's Mike hearing himself say that he's dying he says i'm dying reg in vo and then and then reg is like hey do you, you hear something? something he's like no it's just the wind because he's now back in the body of his his young self and that's the end of the movie it is
1: the freaking movie ends on a unused clip of video from the 70s
0: it's... Yeah,
1: exactly. What? Um And it doesn't... And this was supposed to be like the end, right?
0: That, that is supposed to be the answer. The The eternal answer is that. It's so it's, frustrating. I mean, it's a clever use of the footage. I can't lie. Like, oh, yeah. The, the fact that, that, the, that he timed it so that he had footage of them saying those exact things, it works very well. Yeah. Like, that is super clever. But there's just a moment of being like but what does what does that mean? I mean it, it doesn't, but then again, this series is
1: famous for doing that true, but at the same time when you're when you're putting an end cap on something, I want the damn end cap on it like you can't be i can't I feel like you cannot button everything up and be this ambiguous at the same time.
0: I agree, yeah, I think i I feel like this ending should have i I think it should have not only answered all of the questions. Uh, I think it should have, at least, it should have given an answer to both Mike's story and the Tall Man's story at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And it did not. It didn't even come close. It just no. just completely ignored most of the important questions that we needed
1: answered. Yep. And it ends with the Tall Man just walking away. Yep. Like, like with a, his brain ball. Yeah. Like, that's just... Tall Man that's wins. not an end. That's not an ending at all.
0: <sighs> yeah, it's not.
1: Now you're just wondering what's Tall Man going to do with that ball now, right? Which you, which would, would, would you would assume would be the next movie, which was never planned. I
0: guess, you would, before. you would assume that. Or I don't mean, know. If, I
1: don't know if it was never planned, but we never right. got it. And I thought this was right. supposed to be kind of like, the, yeah.
0: I'm curious well. to see this like made for Sci Fi Channel thing that's going to follow this up, but it, it is super weird. It's. I, I'm I'm curious to see how they try to answer all of the questions in Ravager. Yep. But I have a bad feeling that like everything else, they're not gonna do it. <laughs> because they've already retconned it like three different times. You know, there's just there's so many things that are just never answered and then never like they corrected it and then just went, uh, you were imagining that that shotgun wasn't there. Uh, I died in the, I, I never died. I was abducted. Just kidding. I died. I died. (laughs) Didn't abandon you. I was taken. Just kidding. I died in a car crash. Like, I mean the first movie, that fucking ending where he's like, Jody's never been here. You're, (laughs) you're crazy. There was never somebody named Jody. Yeah. are like, your brother Jody died. All that shit that you saw, that whole Phantasm movie, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Fuck. But now you're hanging out with Jody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. yeah. I, I don't know that he is hanging out with Jody because uh, Mike is probably a higher life form. I think that Mike is probably- I'm prob- saying
1: Reggie's hanging out with Jody Ball all the time still. Like.
0: Except that Jody Ball's dead now. Oh, yeah. Jody, I mean, he got stabbed once. I don't know. I, I feel like Mike has some sort of knowledge about how he's going to die. And Mike has been given this like crazy cosmic knowledge by being a ball. Whatever it is, he knows how to build the technology of these yeah. fucking interdimensional beings. So
1: Takes a ball to build a ball.
0: So he knows an awful lot which also probably means that once he goes through the gate as the ball, he's if since his that is his brain. Yep. Like that is his higher functioning brain in that ball, that means that that's the thing that went back into his body, like that consciousness. So I don't know. The, the whole thing's just too fucking confusing. Yep. I wish we had answers, everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 I really thought we were gonna. I really well, thought to we were fair, gonna. We
1: never promised him.
0: <laughs> I, I promised that we were gonna crack Phantasm for the first time in human history. <laughs> we were gonna be the ones to crack it. And I think we're failing, but we've got one more movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll Stick do it then. Us. We'll do it then. The next one is the one where we crack Phantasm for all time. And Don everyone. Coscarelli will be joining us to answer <laughs> all your questions. <laughs> He'll be here, and he will be awarding us the Phantasm Award uh, for, for for the best. It, it, it's for
1: ballers like us.
0: It was. Uh, this has actually all been a giant game. The whole the whole series was just like that Atari game. Where you would like if you beat certain parts you could call in and they'd get a, give you yes. a prize. All oh, that treasure yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Earth fire and or Yeah, I forgot what
1: it was called. I think it's just called like treasure hunter, treasure <laughs> quest. Something or
0: like something. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, just I would, like that. That's what Phantasm is. Somebody figures it out, and then you get the golden ball. So yeah. and then we get to go to the Phantasm Factory and do the tour <laughs> and see where they make all the all the little the little goobers. Neat. A little goober factory. It's so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like Willy Wonka, only really gross. <laughs> Goopity-goop. Goopity goop. <laughs> yep. There's a river of pudding that <laughs> you can float down. Yellow pudding. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. That's all. Matt's going to go back to work, and uh, and <laughs> next week we're going to answer every question the world has ever asked about Phantasm. We're cracking the code. Yeah. Rate and review us, and uh, tell the world through your reviews of this podcast that this is the podcast that has answered all of the questions about phantasm
1: and you can go to coast city comics and get a tall
0: man button you can uh and we'll also sell tall man figures when neca gets off their ass and gets that license yeah yeah.
1: maybe tall man
0: shirts i don't know uh depends on how litigious don coscarelli is (laughs) uh i might (laughs) i might consider that that would be cool maybe i'll make an angus scrim shirt if nobody's bought his life brights yet just completely oh. separate. <laughs> just I said
1: light brights like Angus oh. Scrib had a huge collection of light brights. I hope Love them. <laughs> them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the world's largest collection of light brights. <laughs> little little known facts about <laughs> about the tall man. Yeah, he
1: just makes little freaking flying spheres <laughs> and light brights.
0: I love the idea that Scrim was like super obsessed with Phantasm. I like I like to think that that was like some, like he had pictures from the movies yeah. all over the house and everything. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.